everyone. I want to welcome you to the Compete Show. I'm so glad you're here. Um, I don't know when you might be watching this. However, I'm filming it in the beginning of January 2023. And we all know what January means sometimes. It means resolution. So today what I want to do is I want to take a look at making goals, but I want to uh, kind of turn it on its head, if you will, and just give some um, different ways to look at making goals, right? Um depending on your season of life, depending on what goal type of goal you want to have, uh, makes a difference of how you make the goal. And so before we get into the goals, I just want to welcome you again to the Kim Peak Show. My goal is to help you thrive in your faith, your family, and your work. And so the tips, uh, the different angles on making goals uh, that we're going to talk about today can be applied to any of those three, your faith, your family, or your work. So for me, I don't know about you, but I am a goal girl. I love making goals. And I realize um, it's my personality, I'm sure, um, my makeup, but I love looking at things as projects, right? And a goal is basically a project. You design the goal, you start the goal, you work the goal, and then you complete the goal. And I look at everything I realize, well, maybe not everything, but a lot of things in my life I look up, I look at as a goal. And, um, you know, I used to be a math teacher back in the day. And now we're talking about, gosh, 30 years ago, um, I was a high school math teacher. And I realized one of the reasons I liked teaching is because it was one big goal. Every school year was the start of the year doing the year and then completing the year. And so I want you to really think about any type of goal or project that way. So let's go ahead and start digging into these different ways you can look at a goal, depending on what kind of goal it is and where you are at in your life. So the first um, thing that I want to talk about, the first step is to break down large goals into small goals. Now you've probably heard um, this before. It may not be anything new to you, but I think it's really important to remind ourselves that when there's a large goal, we want to break it down step by step. And I was going to give you a couple of examples of how that's worked out in my life. Um, the first one is building our house, the house we live in now. And so my husband loves building things and he got this idea in his head that he wanted to build his own house. And actually, I think this was a dream of his for a lot of years. And so we were able to do that. But you know, I looked at, okay, we're going to build this house. We draw out the steps and then we just do it and then we're done. Well, it was important to break down the steps into small steps, um, especially for such a large project as this. But I want to, uh, I guess, encourage you that not only do you want to break down steps um, into small steps, but you also want to be ready for the fact that things may not happen on your timeline. When we started building our house, we had everything laid out that would need to happen. What I found is that often the timeline I created for a project, a part, a step of that house, 
Actually, I needed to multiply that timeline by two or three in order to see it to completion. You know, when you build a house, it's not just your timeline and your steps that you're looking at, right? There are the contractors, there are the suppliers, there's all these different components that come together to make those steps happen. So you want to draw things out step by step, but you also want to have some margin in there, right? Some extra time. And you also want to realize you're going to have to adjust those steps and that timeline in order to complete that goal. It's so important to remember that and to be aware of that as you go through it so that you don't get too discouraged and quit altogether. Now, my second tip that I have for you about completing your goals and being successful is the domino effect, right? So um, you, you have your steps laid out for a big project, but what's really exciting is that sometimes you get to a point and you complete one of those steps and then things start speeding up for you and getting done quicker, right? There's kind of this tipping point that you have and then everything kind of falls into place. And the example I have for this is with our finances, right? So we had financial goals from the time we got married when we were young and we weren't making a lot. And even though we weren't making a lot, we stuck to those goals, right? And those goals had to do with how much savings we wanted to have, where we wanted to be at with our savings and our money um, when we had kids, although you can't control when you have kids. But still, you want to be at a certain point hopefully when you have kids. And for us, it was saving most of what I made as a teacher and living on my husband's salary so that when we had those kids, I could be a stay-at-home mom and we'd have this amount of money in the bank as saving. Now I have to tell you, we did pretty well on that goal. We did save a lot of what I made, although I have to tell you, I love to travel. And so because I love to travel, we didn't quite have as much in the bank as maybe my husband would have wished we would have, but we went on some great trips before we started having kids. And you know what? He was okay with that. So the overall goal for us was to save most of what I made so that we'd have that kind of savings to depend on once we had kids and I wasn't working. Not only did we have that goal, so we had the goal of you know buying a house, we had the goal of saving most of what I made, we had goals about starting our retirement, um, and we had some other goals, okay? We had some other financial goals. Well, fast forward over 30 years, and we look at those same goals we had when we were young. And sometimes my husband and I will go back and review those goals um, to see where we're at. And you know, the amazing things about financial goals is that sometimes there is that domino effect. You know, once we got to a certain point with our finances, especially our retirement, you start seeing the domino effect in that that money starts growing quicker, right? And there's also the thing, there's kind of a domino effect of once you start saving money, you see the good that it's doing and it inspires you to save more, right? So that's an example of the domino effect. There's there's other examples, but that's one I wanted to share with you. And actually, I think that's a really important one. It's so crucial to have those financial goals. And, and you're not going to be perfect in keeping them. Again, you're not going to be on a perfect timeline, but if you're consistent, you're going to see your money grow. And that's so important in the world we live in today. So number one was break down large 
um, goals, large projects into smaller step-by-step and also to be willing to adjust your timeline. Number two was the domino effect. So let's look at number three now. Number three is super important. Number three is to consider the season of life that you are in. I have much different goals now than I did when my kids were little. When my kids were little, I had much different goals than when I was married to Doug, but we didn't have kids yet. And that's really, really a key component. If you're single, if you're retired, these are all different seasons of life and they're all going to really play into the goals you make. I talk on another podcast of mine, it's called Hope in the Pain. You can look that up and actually... This week, I also did a segment, an episode on goals, and I talked about kind of once you have um, chronic pain in your life, how you also need to even be aware of how that impacts the goals you make. And so you can go pop over and listen to that one and get more tips on the seasons of life and how that affects your goals. But you really want to be aware of that so that you don't set up expectations of yourself, especially if you have little kids at home to have the same type of goals that you did before you have kids. Because let me tell you, life is different. Life is chaotic. A lot of times there's not as much money as there was before. You have to be more frugal, but you have more demands because you have kids. And so there's all these different factors that play into the season of life you're in. And you want to take those into consideration when you're making your goals. So that was number three. And that's a super important one. Although, you know what? I would say about all these, there's six of them I want to share. I would say that all of them are very important. Number four is categories. It is super helpful to look at the categories of your goals and make sure that as you go through your life, you are being balanced in that you have goals and and benchmarks you want to reach in all of the important areas of your life. Now, these are a lot of the main ones I have right now. Number one, my health. That's a big one for me. Number two, finances, which I talked about earlier. Number three, your family. Number four, your work. If you're working inside or outside of the home, it's very important either way. And I always include adventure in that. Um, And for me, that's travel or maybe the activities I want to do. It's always kind of those things that you love to do, those energy giving uh, type of activities or hobbies or pursuits you have that just light you up. And I think it's really important to include those. Another category that's super important is your home, right? We have lived in our home for about um, 22 years, okay? Not quite 22 years. I know that because we moved in here in 2000. And um, so I guess, gosh, it is 22 years. But anyway, um, it's super important to keep up on the house. You know, we have a list of things. Um, some of them we've completed, some of them we need to do It's kind of upkeep on our home. And you know, you want to keep a running list of that because there are always things that need to be done with your house. So I talked about family. Um, maybe marriage is one that you also want to include on its own. And then also other types of friendships, maybe, uh, you know, those friendships you want to include. Um, and then also for me, I always have one that's called ministry, um, which are the things I'm, I'm doing at church or other ministry pursuits. But you don't have to have major 
huge goals in all these categories, but you do want to look at your life and you want to take inventory and make sure that you are growing in your life in the areas that are really important to you. So that's number. Okay. Number five is simply one word. It's called checklist. Now this is different. This is different from making a big goal or a major goal and breaking it down into steps or, um, kind of having the, um, beginning, the middle and the end. This is when there are goals you have that just need to be done day after day or a regular routine, right? Maybe it's uh, your morning routine or maybe it's your evening routine. Maybe it's a routine of making sure you include prayer every day. Maybe it's your exercise routine. Whatever it is, those things are important to have some kind of checklist. Now, maybe the checklist isn't written out. Maybe it's in your head. Uh, maybe it's something you've written down and you look at every day. Maybe it's posted on your mirror in the bathroom. Maybe it's something you kind of check in with yourself every evening or every week to make sure you're on track. But checklists are a huge help when you have goals that you're just needing to do on a regular basis to keep going and make those into habits into your life to have that kind of a lifestyle. Now, I want to say something to the moms that are raising kids right now. Checklists can be very important and helpful for you with your kids. You know, it's easy to feel like you are nagging your kids and that's something we don't want to do. Maybe they're in a sport and they need to make sure they have all of their equipment or their uniform together. Instead of you going through the list of, do you have this? Do you have this? Did you do this? Make a checklist that they can take a look at every time that they go to practice or a game and make sure they have everything they need. The reason I love this is because it takes the whole issue of nagging or reminding out of the picture, right? Instead of going through everything that they need, you can just say, hey, did you check your checklist, right? Or maybe you have it in the car and they just know when they get in the car to go, they've got to take a look at that um, so that they're ready to go. There are ways you can incorporate this. And what's great about this is you start giving them ownership, right? You start teaching them how to have these goals, how to develop these routines into their life uh, that help them mature and grow. Okay, so we've kind of gone through five angles and tips that I have on meeting your goals. These last two that I want to share with you um, aren't really my tips on goal setting, but they are kind of, I guess, tools you can use to help. And that is a friend of mine um, a year ago. She told me that what she does every year is she has one word she focuses on for the year. And so I did that starting last year. And um, Ken Coleman is someone you can look up. You can Google him, you can find him and you can see how he encourages people to have this one word. He even gives tips on it and he just has a lot of helpful information. Last year, my goal was confidence. You know, um, I wanted to build back my confidence because of my illness, my MS over the last few years. It's really taken a hit on my confidence, I realized. And so I made that my word. I started focusing on it. And you know, it was really interesting as I focused on it, I felt like I kept getting hits to my confidence. I'm like, what's going on? I 
pick this word so that I can build my confidence, not look at all the ways that I don't have confidence anymore. And you know, it was so interesting because what I learned through it is that God is my confidence. And I had so many lessons and so many examples come up of that. And it was just a really, really wonderful experience. So I invite you, if you're interested, again, Google can Ken Coleman, and start praying about what your word would be for 2023 or 24 or whatever year you are watching this. The last tool I want to share with you is called a vision board. I have done these um, different times of my life. And again, this is something, actually I'd go on Pinterest and search um, vision board if I if you wanted to see an example. But it's a way to really get all of your ideas that you want to focus on, your goals, all on a board, right? You're creating something so that it's a visual reminder. And some of us are very visual people. So it's really helpful that way. But I really encourage you to think about doing a vision board. Now, in closing, I want to just remind you my five tips, the five angles I have on helping you make goals. The first one was to break it down step by step and be willing to adjust your timelines. Number two is seeing the domino effect come into your goals. Number three, really consider your seasons of life. Number four, look at the categories, the main categories of your life and make sure you're growing with goals in each of those categories. And finally, utilize a checklist when it will help you on those smaller goals that are just kind of at regular intervals. Intervals. Can you say that word? Intervals. Now, you know, on the Kim Peek show, the whole reason I do this is to help women thrive in their faith, their family, and their work. And I think one quote by Bill Gates that I found is super helpful in creating goals and realizing what we can do. So I want to read this to you. Most people overestimate what they can do in one year and underestimate what they can do in 10 years. Think about that when you're coming up with your goals. Don't give up. Know that you can accomplish, you can reach your goals. It may take a while, but you can do more than you realize if you stick with it. My name is Kim Peek. This is the Kim Peek Show. I want to help you thrive again, and I hope you'll just go out, make those goals, and keep going and thriving as you do. Thanks for joining.